0: As-salamu alaykum and welcome to our 95th episode of ABC Islam and our 59th episode of our second series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters from the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about the struggle of hijab. Now, obviously, hijab is something that is discussed quite a lot in Islam. It's actually one of the first few things that even non-Muslims learn about when it comes to Muslims and Islam. And obviously, there is hijab for both males and females. But we're going to be specifically talking about females because that is one of the struggles that a lot of females face. So we wanted to talk about this specific topic, but um, we are going to be discussing... Many different questions. So the first one is what is hijab? Second one is why do some girls wear hijab and some of them choose not to? Number three, um what are the thoughts on uh influences taking off the hijab? Number four, what should hijabis do? Number five, what should non hijabis do? Number six, what do we think of part time hijabis? And number seven, our final thoughts. So we're going to be covering literally the ultimate podcast episode on hijab that you need to find, whether you're a Muslim or non Muslim, whether you're hijabi or non hijabi, or even if you're a male. So So this should hopefully be a very informative podcast episode. But over here, I'm a Muslim
1: sister. So how are you today? alhamdulillah i'm doing really good and i hopefully think that this episode will definitely help any sister or brother out there knowing about the knowledge about islam and also the hijab but of course this episode should not be the only resource that you're using to make any kind of decisions in your life because these are all our personal opinions and they're also backed up of course in some cases with islamic references and stuff but this should not be your resource that you should be listening to only
0: yes definitely so the caveat over here is that you know, please do make to make sure to remember that these are some of them are opinions. But if we say that this is from the Quran, obviously, it is from the Quran. And obviously, we need to understand that also that, um, you know, you do not you shouldn't feel offended if you're hijabi or if you're non hijabi, because again, these are opinions, these are not facts. And we are not here to offend or attack anyone in any way. And, that's what I had to say, because I feel like many people can easily get offended if they do not understand this caveat. So now that we've said this caveat, we're now going to go straight on to the podcast episode. So the first question, which is very simple for Muslims and non-Muslims to understand
1: is what is hijab specifically for females? So this is a very good question that we should be starting our podcast episode with, and that is, of course, what is hijab? Um, we're going to be outlining, of course, the eight conditions of hijab that my sister will be sharing for, and I will be sharing four as well. So the four or five that I want to share with you all are right here, over here. And I quote, number one is that it should cover your whole entire body. Number two, it should be thick enough. Number three, it should be loose. Number four, it should be n- not having any kind of decorations that attracts the opposite gender or anything like that and number five is that it should not be extravagant um, extravagant in any shape or form like you know some people try to wear um you know Gucci or Prada in their in their abayas and all of that like we have seen that all in Instagram and stuff and that makes me kind of laugh in a way but that would be the four or five conditions that I wanted to mention what are the rest so, the rest of the conditions of hijab is that it should not be perfumed. Um, it should
0: also not resemble men. So, if you're a female, obviously, it shouldn't be resembling men. Um, it should also not resemble disbelievers. And lastly, it should also um, not have any depiction of animals. So, if you shouldn't be having any animal drawings or paintings or anything like that on it. So, obviously, these eight conditions are very, um, you know, very. You could say very detailed, detailed and obviously um, this really is what it says in the Quran now some of you guys might think that you know oh like not really many people follow all these eight conditions and if you're one of those people please do not worry because um, honestly it's absolutely fine if you don't follow all of the conditions of hijab and you know you shouldn't feel like you know attacked in any way because I know I understand that it's completely hard to basically fulfill all of these conditions in today's society but but obviously that it, this is what it says in the Quran. So now I'm going to be going on to the second um, question and that is why do some girls decide to wear the hijab and some, des- some people decide not to? Now obviously before I just go on to you know clarifying or you know say my points I just want to basically clarify that obviously hijab is compulsory and mandatory for every single Muslim woman so every single Muslim woman according to the Quran and according to Islamic law should be following these eight conditions and that is what you're supposed to do in order to get you know rewarded and in order to obey God and be modest but again as I mentioned a lot of people do not do this and now it has almost become a choice and technically it is a choice because all of us humans have free will and we all make mistakes so it's completely fine if you know you might not follow everything. But um, because in the end of the day, we all have our own journey in our iman. So sometimes, you know, you might not be wearing the hijab, but you might have lots of iman. And, you know, vice versa, if you wear the hijab, you might not have, you know, a, you know, very high iman. So it does depend from person to person, which is why it is known as free will. But now that I've talked about, you know, that hijab is mandatory but you do also do have the choice on whether you want to wear it or not because we have free will i'm not going to be talking um, giving it to my sister who's going to really um you know explain some of the points on why hijabis decide to wear the hijab
1: So there is no um, hiding in this that the fact that I'm actually a hijabi in real life and I'm someone who wears the hijab and everything. But, you know, some people might say it's not the correct way of wearing it and stuff like that because sometimes I do show my hair maybe um, whenever I'm wearing the hijab a little bit at the front just because of styling purposes and stuff. So we're just trying to be as honest as we can be in this podcast. So I feel like some hijabis decide to wear it at the end of the day when they're adult, especially is because they think that they look good in it so that's why they try to wear it and that was part of part of reasons why i also wanted to wear it because i thought that you know what i actually don't look that bad in the hijab on and i actually wanted to wear this for the rest of my life and of course my styling has changed over the years because i've actually worn it for about seven years now or something so my styling has definitely changed and also number two is because of course the reason why it comes is identity as a Muslimah, like whenever somebody actually walks down the street and they see me they know that i'm a muslim before they know my name what's my personality what are my likes and dislikes they exactly know that i'm a muslim um, muslim woman and i have my own values and sets of values and everything so i think those will be some of the reasons why i feel like some hijabis i want to wear but of course then comes you know you want to please allah and everything like that but i think the deep rooted reasons why some hijabis like myself want to wear it is because they want to look good and they look good in it and number two is because of of the identity purposes.
0: And definitely so I'm not going to be telling you my point of view which is actually a completely different point of view because I'm actually a non-hijabi and you know at first I didn't really want to say this because number one I'm doing an Islamic podcast episode um, or an Islamic podcast sorry and number two is that obviously you know some of you guys might think that we are perfect because we're doing this podcast. And you know, we must be like the most religious, you know, young people ever or something like that. But that is completely not true. And I did want to mention I'm a non hijabi because I feel like sometimes, like I've seen this myself where I'm in my own journey in Islam. And honestly, I can't force myself to wear the hijab if I don't have the intention yet. And also, I want to break this, you know, judgmental or cancel culture. Because I know all of these facts about hijab and I'm literally making a podcast episode about hijab. But the point that I wanted to say in my final thoughts, I'm going to be talking about how people judge. So that is why I wanted to clarify that, yes, I'm a non-hijabi, but that doesn't make me less of a Muslim than my sister because she wears the hijab. And my
1: sister completely agrees with this, right? Uh I completely agree with that and we would discuss that a bit later on about this.
0: Yes, yeah, so I would say that some of the reasons why non hijabis might wear it is because number one, you might not have the intention yet, and that's basically one of my reasons is that I personally don't really have the intention yet to wear it. I completely understand it's mandatory, but at the same time I feel like there is also no compulsion religion. So everyone has their own journey and maybe inshallah one day the non hijabi friends you might have might actually have the intention to wear it, including me. And The second one is that sometimes um, for some people in specific countries it's not really necessarily related to me but for some non-hijabis maybe in other countries where there's a lot of islamophobia for example if you've been hearing the news about France you might know that you know there are some countries that are very islamophobic and therefore some non some people or some girls might actually get treated differently if they wear the hijab they might be in more in risk of going out or you know some people might put more islamophobia on them so that's why some girls decide to be on the safe side and not wear the hijab um, to protect themselves, and you know, and make sure they save their lives. So, that is essentially some of the reasons why some non-hijabis might decide to not wear the hijab. I think
1: these are some really. Pointing uh, really good reasons i feel like that why some hijabis don't and we are not judging and i, I myself as a as a hijabi i'm not going to be judging a non a, a muslim girl who does not wear the hijab because of those particular reasons but what are your thoughts exactly on influencers taking off the hijab as a non-hijabi
0: so okay so obviously hijab is something that has especially been talked about on social media especially I would say for the last decade because there's been more hijabi influences and youtubers and instagrammers coming out and obviously we have seen a very big variety and I don't really want to go into too much detail about this I feel like this is actually I think we made a whole podcast episode about this previously um, about hijabi influences but essentially there are t- always two sides to whenever a hijabi influencer decides to take off their hijab there is either going to be the people who thinks that oh my god you shouldn't be judging them why are you judging them it's their own life it's their own business which is completely true and then there is also another side which says that actually you should be caring because they are influencing people so there's always two sides to this and both of them are completely true in their own ways so i'm going to be talking about the um, side where people actually are you know agreeing with the influencers and don't mind them taking off the hijab and that is the number one hijabi influences um it is their own life in the end of the day because if they are having a dip in the iman or if they maybe are in a a different journey in islam then they have the choice to take off the hijab it is their own life and it is their own choice and that's just like me as a non-hijabi i have the choice to not wear the hijab they also have the same right to also take off the hijab so we can't really be taking their rights away, and the second thing is that also there is that also some people also don't agree with this cancel culture, which is something that I also both I and my sister don't agree with, which is that as soon as a hijabi or you know a Muslim person does something wrong, everyone starts being like, "Oh my God, I thought you were religious, oh my God, how could you do this and I feel like this is a really really big problem and it actually might be diverting away people who want to come into Islam like if you or if you're a person who's like an atheist and you' looking into Islam and you suddenly see that whenever someone does something wrong 10,000 people come and be like oh my god you did this wrong like that is actually really really sad and I've even watched this recent video of um, I think there was Dawood Savage who's a really good Muslim YouTuber mashallah and you know he talked about you know he was wearing the silver chain in one of his vlogs or something and obviously I think silver is haram for men so he had to clarify in the beginning that you know I am wearing a silver chain but I know it's haram and like I really liked how he clarified it but he also didn't back away and you know not wear the silver chain just because everyone's going to watch him because it is his own life in the end of the day so that was just kind of some that was this one side to the hijab how about you what do you think is the other side or the other reaction to
1: hijab is taking off the hijab I think definitely some people are definitely concerned when some hijabis actually do take off their hijab and they publicize it saying that oh yeah because of these kind of reasons I actually took it off and if you actually think about it as a parent and if you know that your child is watching these hijabi influencers and stuff and they're going to take it off and they're like literally 10, 11, 12 year olds um, that's literally influencing the little girls in a way and you're just trying to say to the little girls in a way that you know what it's okay if you take it off it doesn't really matter and you're just influencing them. That's what the purpose of an influencer is, to influence people. And sometimes these influencers forget that. They think that, no, I'm just publicizing my own life. You can do whatever you want. You can watch me. You can not watch me. That's your choice. But actually, if you're going to be having a lot of followers and a lot of subscribers in your field, that can be really problematic because you're influencing all these little girls to take the same action. Because I believe that somehow, some way in my opinion, I started showing a little bit of hair in my hijab because one hijabi girl probably started this trend somewhere, somehow. And slowly, slowly, all of her, flow, her followers started following that. And then I eventually came up to it. And then you see all the other girls now doing that. And now there's a turban style. And these all started from one particular girl. And it's that just basically just snowball effect with all the other girls around the world. So it's the same thing. You're definitely influencing girls. There's no shaming in that. There's no... You can't deny that. And number two is that you become like, how do I say this? Oh, yeah. Basically, for example, some people might say that, you know what, these hijabi influencers, they become so religious, yes, at the beginning. And then when they become famous, they just take it off because there's no purpose of that anymore. And we have seen a lot of hijabi influencers doing this. Whenever they become famous, they just become completely different people. And that is really sad because you don't want to change because of fame. You want to stay your true self as much as possible. Even when you become rich, you have six-figure income coming up in your bank account and all those kind of things. So I think that these are some of the things that some people might think. And I kind of agree with them. For example, the influencing bill, you cannot deny that. And of course, we have never seen, we, we have seen very little amount of hijabi YouTubers or followers or whatever Instagrammers actually stay true to themselves even even though they have a lot of followers and subscribers. What do you think of that?
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah, so, but then obviously some might say that, you know, they're not really being, um, you know, some might say that, oh, but they sh- their authentic self is right now not wearing the hijab. Mm. So there's always two sides to the argument, as you've just mentioned right now. So those are just some of the thoughts that some people might have when influencers take off their hijab or some hijabis start to wear Tighter clothes, like we 've seen a lot of hijabi influencers like start to wear um, tighter clothes, mm. so yeah, They're so influenced. yeah, it's quite in a quite immodest a way, yeah, definitely, so the next um, topic or the next section is going to be about what should hijabis be doing currently, so if you 're a hijabi listen to this podcast episode. What should you really be doing because you might be a hijabi that either feels good about wearing the hijab and you want to continue wearing it for as long as you can um, or you might actually be a hijabi that is thinking of taking it off so what should you do in both sides so my sister will be discussing if you are currently a hijabi feeling good just like my sister and I'm going to be talking about those hijabis who might want to take off their hijab so what do you say about
1: hijabis who feel good so I would say that definitely keep doing what you're doing which is to wear the hijab feel good in it feel proud in yourself that you're wearing it and do not feel afraid of actually you know because of society because of government they might do something a ban let's say a ban comes in the UK am I actually going to stop wearing the hijab not really because that's something that is very personal to me and I feel like if if I protect myself before I go out I think that that should be enough for me to protect myself and in situations where I actually did not say Ayt kursi before leaving the house, things have happened to me, which happened, for example, in this Monday, for example, where I lost my phone, (laughs) which was really, really bad. And I I think I remember that I did not say "aitul Kursi, which is why girls, if you're listening to this, you should always, always say "aitul Kursi before you leave the house, before anything happens. And I think that you should be feeling proud in yourself and own yourself who you are. And number two, I think that if you are
0: don't judge or be
1: arrogant Uh, oh yeah don't judge or be arrogant for those girls who actually don't wear the hijab because there are some might be because i feel like people think that if you wear the hijab you're religious and that is absolutely not true because i could be a hijabi right now i could be a niqabi right now and i could wear the abaya jilba whatever it is but i could be smoking at the back of see. which we have already seen a lot of in a lot of times or I could be going to shisha lounge every single night you you would never know this or I could be you know swearing at anyone at anyone that I see on the street like you, you would never know but someone who might not look like me who is like you know wearing modest clothes but they might not wear the hijab and stuff they might be doing more acts of worship than me every single night instead of going to that shisha lounge or something like that so I think that these are the two things that hijabis who feel good should do definitely so for
0: me personally um, I would say that if you're a hijabi who's thinking of taking off your hijab then I would say that definitely um, number one is that maybe the reason why you want to take it off just like my sister started maybe showing more hair because of you know Instagram and because of social media um, maybe the reason why you want to take it off is because you're looking at people who are not wearing the hijab or who might, who might be wearing immodest clothing and I remember smile to Jenna actually mentioned in one of his videos of hijabi influences taking off the hijab and he talked about how like you know it is because of social media it's because of seeing photoshopped celebrities because of seeing you know um immodest figures if you like um on social media which is what what is influencing hijabis being like you know why can't i show off my beauty as well Mm -hmm. and that's why hijabis end up like taking off the hijab and that's actually what happened to some of the hijabi influences as well so definitely um if you are thinking of taking off try not to follow you know influences who might trigger that temptation within you and number two is that try to also go back to a deeper reason on why you start wearing the hijab because if you start wearing the hijab because you've been forced I know it's a bit hard because then you have to really go and think about why hijab is actually mandatory but if you have actually started wearing hijab within your own choice and you started wearing it and now you're feeling like you want to take it off just go back to why you started wearing it in the first place and try to develop your iman maybe look at you know muslim role models in the past who used to wear the hijab and you know like fatima mariam and aisha peace be upon them who are very very influential and how they actually maintained the hijab in the i think it was the that century basically in that era Mm -hmm. so yeah that's basically what i would say if
1: you're hijabi i think this is a really good topic and we cannot leave out what our non-hijabi sisters so what should a non-hijabi sister do whenever they're feeling like they're confused or which which part do you want to say about the confused or or, oh if you want to stay a non-hijabi what should she do Okay, so I'm going to be talking about if you've
0: made firm decisions. So if you've either firmly decided that you're going to stay non-hijabi or if you've firmly decided you are going to start wearing the hijab. So if you have firmly decided as a non-hijabi that you know what, for at least the next let's say one year I'm going to stay non-hijabi and right now I'm not thinking of wearing the hijab at all that is fine what you have to do is the uh, number one try to continue doing your five pillars because i know that practicing muslim um, actually has a different definition to everyone but to me and my sister according to our interpretation is when you do the five pillars of islam and i feel like as long as you do the five pillars of islam with the niya and with the sincerity in my opinion your iman is still going to be, remain quite high so that is why i would definitely recommend that try to do the five pillars even if you're a non-hijabi which is something that i strive to do as a non-hijabi myself, and and also... Um also try to maybe just do and also if you are thinking of being a hijabi maybe in the future maybe just do small steps to be modest so if currently let's say you wear jeans or let's say you actually wear a crop top outside so you do show your skin quite a lot then maybe just try to like reduce it a little bit like maybe for the next one month try not to wear crop tops or try not to wear off the shoulder tops and you know just do small steps you know we're not telling you to become a niqabi in one day because that is completely like unrealistic so try to do small steps to become modest. Modest and you know, just try to even if you just show your hair, just try to be modest in your body. And honestly, you know, it's all about your own journey. Like you don't need anyone to judge you, and you don't need anyone to be telling you what to do. Because in the end of the day, it is your choice, and you do need to have the intention. Allah will see the intention. Because if you're wearing the hijab because you're forced or because you're judged, then that is a sin in itself. So do try to make sure you only wear it when you have the intention. Now, my sister's going to be talking about what non-hijabis do if they're feeling confused.
1: If they don't know if they should wear the hijab or not i think that is a really problematic situation i can imagine for any girl out there who might be in a teen or a young adult years and they're thinking that whether she they should be wearing it or not i think the first thing that i would do if i if i was in that position is to leave it to allah and make dua as much as possible to allah that he makes your path clear and less foggy so that eventually you reach a decision as to whether you want to wear it permanently or not wear it permanently or you want to wear it in the future maybe and i think that that is a really good way to leave it up to allah and and it also shows that you trust Allah unconditionally and number two i think that it is good to it's a good idea to actually have as many hijabi friends as possible if you're in that journey that you're really confused as to whether to wear it or not and you can see the lifestyle how the lifestyle is and of course we're not saying to be just friends with any hijabi girl because any hijabi girl does not really mean that they're going to be modest and religious and all those kind of things you're choosing your friends wisely here just because they wear the hijab doesn't mean that they're perfect or anything so you're using your you actually choosing your hijabi friends really carefully carefully and see which ones actually pray five times a day and are following all the other five pillars as nicely as possible.
0: Definitely. So we're now gonna be going on to the sixth section of this podcast episode and that is on part time hijabis. Now we've obviously seen a rise on actually part time hijabis, um, which is um, you know, people who might be wearing hijab, you know, maybe going to school, but then when they go out with their family, they don't wear the hijab, or there are also some hijabis who wear hijab whenever they go out, but on social media they don't wear the hijab. Now, what should you
1: be doing if you are a part time hijabi? So usually a part-time hijabi is either somebody who came to the, to the religion really early and they do not they don't really know whether they want to wear it or not but if you're already born a muslim it usually means that either your parents are forcing you to wear it which is really bad and you don't really want to wear it which is why you put a condition on your parents saying that oh okay i will only wear it if if i go to school or something like that or they say something like okay but when i go out i want i want to wear as many things as good things as possible i don't care about the hijab basically so you put this kind of situation so the eyes are two of the those things but if you're in a situation where you're born muslim and your parents are telling you you're forcing you obviously then you don't have a choice to actually you know think rationally thinking that okay but why don't I want to wear and all those kind of things in that case I would say that continue being a, a part-time hijabi in a way but have the intention that in the future you will change yourself and in an adult self when you're actually let's say 18 plus then you can actually make your own decision firm decision that okay do I really like this or do I don't really like this so you can make a decision then but for now if you're still trying on and seeing if you really like it or not as a child or as a teenager I think that it's okay to be a not part-time. But obviously, you should lessen that as much as possible. And if you're a child, let's say... I am am i i don't think children listen to our podcast but still if you're a child and you're only like let's say six years old or seven years old or something or like that or you have or younger siblings yeah. I think that them wearing the hijab right now is not really necessary because they have not really reached the puberty age yet and they, they can't make their own decisions yet if you know what I mean so I think that th- those will be my two cents on opinion on it Definitely. So
0: I think that for part-time hijabis, the issue with part-time hijabis is that I completely understand that they're trying. Um, but at the same time, sometimes non-Muslims or atheists might be like, oh, so you're being oppressed and that's why you only wear it in school um, or your parents must have clearly forced it on you. Like that's the problem. Like sometimes um, non-Muslims who see you both with hijab and with non-hijab, they might be confused. So like that's the problem that comes with part-time hijab is But again, I completely understand your point of view. Like you might you might be trying and that's why you might be taking some time. But I would say that definitely my t- b- biggest tip would be that like, as my sister said, don't wear the hijab from such a young age because like I've seen um people in my school where they have actually like you know um start wearing the hijab at like five or six years old apparently and they then when they reach 14 which is the actual obligatory age to wear the hijab they actually be like oh I already wore it for 10 years now so you know now I don't feel like wearing it so I feel like children should be building up the excitement of wearing the hijab. Like if they've learned about religion from a young age, they build up the excitement that, oh my God, I'm going to be wearing the hijab when I reach puberty. And like, it might actually even build up the excitement. Whilst if you have started wearing it when you're five, you kind of ruin the excitement because you've already started wearing it. And then when you reach like 15, it's already been 10 years you've been wearing the hijab and you're like, oh my gosh, like I still have to, like, you know, so many years to live and I have to wear this hijab all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, So from my personal experience, I've seen girls, myself, who've worn the hijab from such a young age and then they just end up taking it off because they weren't in that clear mindset before when they were a child. So I would just say, you know, in your childhood years, don't be wearing the hijab, in my opinion. So, yeah, obviously only wear it like when you need to go to the mosque or something. So that is pretty much our two cents on part-time hijabis and now we gonna be talking about our final thoughts like what do we want you as a male female muslim non-muslim hijabi non-hijabi to take
1: away from this podcast episode so if i had to summarize this whole entire podcast episode in one sentence it will be wear the hijab only with the intention because that's when the beauty comes that's when the love increases and that's when you actually want to wear it for the rest of your life definitely and my final summary for this um podcast episode
0: in my opinion is that you should definitely try your best as a Muslim in whatever ways you can because as a non-hijabi I try my best to do the five pillars so you know try to do your uh, you know your five pillars try to do everything else but when it comes to anyone whether you're a non-hijabi and you're looking at a hijabi that is showing their hair or wearing tight clothes or if you are a hijabi who's looking at a non-hijabi like me for example if you're a hijabi or you're a mi- muslim male you might be listening to this podcast episode and judging me like oh she's a non-hijabi but she's making this podcast but that's not true because i'm still a muslim in the end of the day so i do have the right to make this podcast mm-hmm. as well and obviously we're not scholars we have never said that we're scholars as well so i would say that just don't judge but advice like that's the biggest thing like just don't judge but advice so like mm. you know just if you have to give tips to your hijabi sister who might be showing their hair if you're a non-hijabi you know you can just be like oh you know I, we all make mistakes i don't wear the hijab myself but you know i did see in this you know islam cure website that apparently showing your hair is wrong or something like that like just try to mm-hmm. include mm-hmm. yourself yes. yeah so just try to include yourself and just give advice but never ever judge or do this cancel culture thing because in the end of the day everyone is in their own journey and you might be diverting away people by you know you know really just blaming them so alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful podcast episode today all about hijab we really hope that inshallah you've enjoyed this uh, podcast episode and you've learned something new and again like j- please don't be offended by any of the opinions um if you um if you would like to stay tuned with us uh, we do upload every monday for islamically independent series here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on podcast platforms such as google Podcasts, our podcast and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log gone. make sure to check our description box below for some free gifts and we can also contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com if you do have any questions we might be doing a q a so do send us questions if you have any jazakallah khair for listening may allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time Assalamu alaikum.